Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. Yet aging does present a whole host of issues that can seem overwhelming at times, and when it comes to our finances and the current economy, many of us are finding ourselves struggling. But thankfully, there is no one better to speak with than our guest today, Howard Yaris. Howard is an economist, professor, attorney, businessman, and an activist who enjoys explaining complex issues in a clear, interesting, and easily understandable way. And to these ends, he has just come out with a book that is both enlightening and certainly timely, i got to say, because the name of the book is Understandable Economics, and Howard's joining us today to share all about it. Boy, with today's news, I can't think of anyone I'd rather speak with, so welcome, Howard. Thank you so much, Eileen. It's great to be here. Well, and I do have to say, we are not going to get too depressing, but of course, there's a lot going on uh, in the economy today, and, uh, and obviously recently. But I want to say at the onset, your book really does explain these complex in- issues in a highly readable way. Uh, and Thank with you. the market being, yeah, so um, volatile right now, it's an important read. So please give us the subtitle of your book and tell us a little bit about why you chose to write this wonderful and highly readable book. Thank you. The subtitle is the title is Understandable Economics and the subtitle is because understanding our economy is easier than you think and more important than you know. What motivated the book is there's so much frustration out there about our economy. Incomes are stagnating. Young people, more young people think capitalism is, is more of a problem than anything else. They're disillusioned. Their growth in the economy is pretty much going to people who are, all, or, or, are already wealthy. And what have we seen as a result? We've seen Donald Trump. We've seen Occupy Wall Street. We've seen the Tea Party. But what do all of these things have in common? They haven't resulted in any significant improvement for the average person. So I wrote the book hoping to inform people, encourage people to learn more about the economy, and hopefully they would support better policies and we finally see some improvement in the in, in our economic situation. That was my goal. So, uh, yes, and you mentioned you have a mission. That's a pretty good size mission, Howard, I got to say, but that's a wonderful one, too. And uh, we had a chance to chat before we went on there, and we were talking about, you know, the, the, the old saying, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, is really true in a lot of ways. So, I mean, it in addition, you know, to writing this book and being on this mission, what are some of your thoughts on economic inequality and especially when it deals with tax cuts for the wealthy? Well, as I point, as I point out in Understandable Economics, we do not really have a progressive tax system. Some of the wealthiest people, in fact, billionaires, pay lower tax rates than you and I. The, the, um, there is a special provision. It's called, hold on to this, the carried interest provision, which allows hedge fund managers to pay a lower tax rate than virtually anyone, again, than, than the two of us. Wow. So there are a lot of inequities buried in the tax code that cause what looks at the surface, the tax rates go up as your incomes go up, as your income goes up. But once you look into the details, you know, the, they, there's the old saying, the devil's in the details. With regard to the tax code, that's 
more true than in any any other area. The the details of the tax code allow people who earn their money through investments, uh, people who are, are relatively well off, to take advantage of provisions that enable them to pay lower tax rates. Again, the bottom line is billionaires pay on average a lower tax rate than, than most Americans, with some billionaires like Jeff Bezos paying essentially close to nothing in taxes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. Well, and speaking of unbelievable, today's news was a little unbelievable itself. And again, we were chatting beforehand about, you know, some of the things that, you know, the economy, the issues the economy is presenting, especially those of us who are on a fixed income, we seniors. So uh, part four of your book, The Economic Cycle, was of particular interest to me. Tell us a little bit about what's going on now and if you think we might be headed for a recession or not. Well, what the Federal Reserve is doing now is trying to slow down the economy. We're all, we are all aware of the inflation. And what, in, what is inflation? It's an increase in average prices. And what causes inflation? It's, economists always use this line, it's too much money chasing too few goods. Our, our economy spews out a certain amount of goods and services, what I like to call stuff each year, and we all have money to buy the stuff. And if there's too much spending power, if there's too much money floating around, the prices are going to get bid up. So they're trying to, to reduce spending, to slow spending. How do they do that? They increase interest rates. Higher interest rates, you're less likely to buy, borrow money to buy a new car. Uh, a business owner is less likely to borrow money to expand their business. It slows down spending. And that's what they're trying to do now in order to get inflation down. So what what's my take on on the long-term outlook on whether we're going to have a recession or not my take is at some point the fed is going to take their foot off the brake they're going to say i we slowed down the economy enough we don't need to to slow it down any further so hang in there is my my bottom line advice to people who are troubled uh by by the reduction in their their savings by the losses in their uh savings portfolio that at some point, and I don't think it's going to be that far off, the Fed is going to say, well, we've slowed the economy enough now, we can take our foot off the brake. So I, again, I'm an eternal optimist, but I do know that at some point, they will take their, their foot off the brake. And my guess, my expectation is that will be pretty soon. Well, and I just want to say, Howard, the way you explain that is a real indication of what your book is about. When I said it was readable and highly readable, it truly is. You, you are gifted with that ability to be able to explain things in a way that those of us who did not take economics in school can relate to. So I appreciate that very much. And speaking of asking you for questions and advice, um, I was wondering, you know, those in my peer group who are older and, again, on fixed incomes, do you have any special tips that we might find to, you know, best protect our, you know, limited income perhaps and, and ride this out? As you said, just keep, keep, you know, keep patient, but sometimes it's a little frightening. It's very frightening, and I wrote an article several years ago. It was called, and I did not come up with this title, the, the magazine did, Everything You Need to Know About Investing. And I could sum it up in basically one sentence. Put your money in index funds and forget it. And yes, it's very scary to watch the market go up and down. But on average, it goes up. 
How much has the S&P 500, which is a, a broad measure of the stock market, gone up over the last 100 years? I put this figure in the article, and when, they, when it went to print, I panicked because it, I read it and it said it couldn't be true. And I checked it again, and I was right, 10% a year. That's a great return. That's an average return. So people have to keep that in perspective. And yes, some years it's negative, but some years it's 20%. You just have to be patient. There's no guarantee that that's going to, going to continue. But on the other hand, there's, there's no indication that, that, we, that it, it will not continue to be, be great. So people have to have uh, patience and faith in the economy. And so that's, that's my advice to people. Actually, a friend of mine who is a financial advisor who makes money holding people's hands and investing their money read the article and said, you know, Howard, you're right. This is the best thing people could do for their money, but I provide value because I hold their hand and make them feel comfortable when things turn down. So yes, you can pay money for that, um, and maybe people like that. But if you're if you're focused, laser focused on the bottom line, forego the advisor, just put it in the index fund and forget it. My God. <laughs> That is so valuable, and you're right. I mean, again, I, some of us are not used to investing. I, I'm a, I mean, not to get too personal here, but a fairly recent widow. My husband took care of all that. So it's it's doubly frightening if you haven't done it for years. But what a great and optimistic way to look at things, Howard. Yeah, and, and just for those of you who, who are not at all familiar with investing, an index fund just takes your, your savings and puts it in a broad range of stocks. You, you have a, there's a pool of, of hundreds of stocks and you have a slice of that pool. So when the market goes up, your investment goes up and conversely, when the market goes down, the, your investment goes down. But you get the return of, the, of corporate America. You get the return of actually international corporations as well. It's a broad return uh, and you save all of the money uh, that you would spend having an advisor uh, picking individual stocks. Howard, this is this is so helpful and so really comforting, especially again in times like this. So, again, you're you're explaining us with us today. It makes it so clear to our listeners, you know, what's what they're going to find in this book. And I will ask you a couple more questions and then let you have your sure. valuable time to yourself. But what are a few of the main points that you hope your readers are going to take away from the book? I hope my readers get a better sense of how the economy operates. For instance, I'll give you an example. They polled students who study economics and asked them, where does money come from? How does the amount of money in the economy increase? Clearly, the amount of money that's floating around today is much greater than the amount of money that was floating around in 1850. How did it increase? Who got all that money? Um, <laughs> the average economics student couldn't understand that, so I bet there are a lot of listeners who also don't have that. I want people to understand how this works. In New York City, high school students have to take trigonometry, but they don't learn anything about, there's no economics. They, they don't learn where money comes from, what the Fed does. So I think it's important for people to know this. Short answer, uh, the, the, the Federal Reserve System increases the money supply and also can decrease it in, um, in, in certain ways as well. But I think it's important for people to understand this. It affects their lives much more than trigonometry will ever <laughs> affect their lives unless they're an engineer, in which case 
Yeah, you need to know trigonometry. <laughs> well, I didn't take trigonometry either. Take <laughs> full confession here. Oh, Howard, okay. this has just been such a delight. Before we go, I want our listeners to know you do have a website. So where can they go mm-hmm. to find out more information about you, your work, which is plentiful, and of course get this all important resource: Understandable Economics. Oh. All the information is on my website. It's my name, Howard Yaris, all one word, H-O-W-A-R-D-Y-A-R-U-S-S, um, uh, um, .com. So that's where they could, they could find all the information. And the book is available, Understandable Economics, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, pretty much wherever books are sold. Well, and I would suggest everybody, you go out there and find this book. So any final thoughts you'd like to leave before we need to close, Howard? You should... This is the, the economy is something you can't ignore. If you ignore it, people who may be making decisions that you wouldn't agree with uh, get to get get their way. And you you need to people need to get involved. Uh, it's, it's, it's very important to understand what's going on and to to stand up and support policies that would make our economy uh, more productive and more equitable. Well, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Howard, thank you. This has been a delight. I really you so appreciate much. you chatting with me. I, I appreciate it as well. I hope you have a great day. Well, thank you. You too. And boy, for all of you listeners out there, please check out Howard's website and take a look at this amazing book because it really is a guide to all things financial and understandable economics uh, because understanding economy is easier than you think and more important than you know it's an important read and one you should get for yourself and hand out to those your grandchildren and your children too so until next time this is mary eileen williams at feisty side of 50 radio saying i'll catch you later bye-bye bye-bye